My beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord. Wow, Mountains was pretty elucidating. I really don't need to say anything. After all that we went through this morning, it, it said it all. But we see clearly, as displayed in Mountains and the Scriptures reinforced what we prayed, that the, 50, or the 40 days from the times of our Lord's resurrection to His ascension were very active. They were fruitful. The disciples had been frightened to death after the resurrection. They were intimidated by the catastrophe in their mind of the cross. And with fear and trembling, they were hidden in the upper room. But God would spend these next 40 days trying to instill upon them that our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who was born, the one who, who suffered and died, is the same one that rose from the dead and in their midst. And he would do this, as we heard in Scripture, by opening up the Scriptures to them. And he would begin to instill the sacramental mysteries into them by having them recognize Jesus in the breaking of the bread. We hear how he gave the, the apostles the sacrament of confession by binding and loosing. So these were very very important days. And above all, he was trying to prepare them for his ascension and the mission that was to come and the gift that they were to receive so they could carry out their mission. And so these men who were fearful and frightened, we hear at the very end, even when Jesus ascended, they were filled with joy. The fear of everything had been gone. Even the fear of death was no longer on their minds. And so they would be in the temple, constantly speaking the praises of God, even though they wanted to kill them as well. But this feast has another component. We see that when our Lord rose from the dead, he still had the marks in his body. He was trying to make sure that we all understood that he rose in the flesh. Glorified as it was, it was still his flesh. And he would take that human body that you and I share and raise it up above the earthly realm, above the heavenly realm, above the angels and archangels and thrones and principalities, on and on and on, to the very right hand of the throne of God the Father. Human nature. To show the dignity of man. In fact, the dignity of all creation. Jesus did not jettison his body when he ascended. Our Lord always will have his body, the right hand of the Father. And by the sending of the Holy Spirit... We would learn that the physical presence of Christ, who is still at the right hand of the Father, comes to us through the sacraments. So the body is to be respected because that is the means by which Jesus is conveying His grace to you and I through Himself, who has a body and at the same time is God. But the final thing, which even amazes me, well, it all amazes me, 
is the fact that from the beginning of time, man has been trying to make himself out to be God. Not another, he's the God. And we see that in the garden, didn't we? We see that when, at the Tower of Babel. And on and on and on, man has been trying to make himself out to be God. And then finally we get to the point of the Enlightenment and scholasticism, and look at how smart I am. I know all these things. Now I am being God to the point I can build these great edifices and monuments to myself. And as I share on every time we come to the fall, man creates his own feast day, the ultimate Sign of hubris, Labor Day here in America. It doesn't say anything about rejoicing in what God has done for us. It's all about what I have done, what I have accomplished, what mankind has done. Look at how great we are. And yet everything that man has done ends up corroding, corrupting, and decaying. Because man's trying to build and make himself God, building on sand. But we see on this feast the truth of what the fathers have been teaching us, what Scripture has been showing us, and what Lord has been trying to teach us. That this divine logos, this word, descended and took on a human flesh, and took that human flesh and ascended back up to the very right hand of the Father. So as St. Athanasius and all the fathers would come, that would come after him would say, God became man, that man might become God. What you and I, or humanity, has been trying to do on their own, God did it for us. He already wanted to elevate us to that status. Not by nature, but by grace, by participation in the life of His divine Son. Scripture says, and Jesus says, do not say, are you, you are gods? And yet mankind thinks they don't need God to become God. They think they are gods in and of themselves. But this is the dignity and the love that God has for us and has shown us. I've created you for myself. Yes, you had this desire to be gods because it was supposed to be a desire to search for me. But you couldn't find me. I sent my son. He found you and brought you back to me. Now you're my sons by adoption. And so the words of Athanasius and all those that are after just ring true on this feast day. This great feast. It should be a paramount feast in the church and never be translated. Because these 40 days were vital to what's happening. We need to keep all our faith in context of what was happening. The church should be filled on these days. Bells should be ringing because we have been deified through Jesus Christ. And that's our future. For those who desire it, for those who keep their eyes fixed on Christ, that is our, our goal, that is our reward. Because we will build on stone. The rest of the world is still trying to build on sand. In this nihilistic world we find ourselves in today, even humanity has no longer any value. There's nothing to it. There's nothing to life. When we die, there's nothing. Therefore, let's take your body, and now I hear 
It's becoming compost for your garden. You're no better than a leaf. You have no value. But Jesus is saying in this feast, that body has value. The body has worth because my son took on that body and gave it new life. There is so much to this glorious feast day. And it gives us lots to think about and reflect on. And the result should be one of merely praise and thanksgiving of God. And that's what we do in this divine liturgy. That's what we did at Vespers in divine liturgy last night. That's what we're doing at Mountains this morning. And we continue on for the rest of the day and the week until Pentecost. We celebrate this feast that God took our humanity to the right hand of God the Father to make us adoptive sons. To him be glory and praise forever. Amen.